dude, I pulled the lever for the gray tank. Literally labeled gray tank, you know? The freaking logs are coming out of the freaking pipe. <laughs> and I'm going, what the hell is going on? It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work. Put in the hours. And take what's ours. Welcome to the Action Takers Podcast. I am your co-host, Nate. We got JC here with us as always. JC, how's it going? Well, Nate, I'm uh, I'm currently a little farther west than I was uh, like f- two, th- like four or five hours ago, which is exciting. Uh, I'm 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 in Florida. We've we've uh, we've spent an entire week in our travel trailer, um, officially traveling in the United States. We we had to visit our our storage facility to fix some things up. We were only supposed to be there like one or two days, and then all hell broke loose with our RV. Everything broke. It just seemed like everything just went to shit real fast and it was almost like someone was telling us a sign like hey you better give up and then come to find out it literally it boiled down to a $17 part and that $17 part literally sent us through two days of just absolute chaos and stress and worry and and questioning everything that we were doing in our lives and we my wife and I looked at each other we're like Let's just sell this piece of shit and go, you know, go. we'll, go, we'll just go fly and go back to Bali because Bali was way easier. And we, you know, we stuck it out and we're, you know, better for it. We're now in, um, we're in Florida. We're at this uh, beautiful state park. Uh, it's at Florida State Cavern Park. So it's, we're tomorrow, uh, tomorrow afternoon, we're going to go see these caverns, which is in the north, northwest of Florida. Um, it's somewhere that we've literally driven by probably five or six times because we're always like headed to the beach you know what i mean we're, we're going to suck up that sun and that white sandy beach and we've always driven by and this time we were like hey this is something unique and crazy and weird um let's go check this out so we've we've kind of settled into a spot for here then the next couple days and everything is working on the rv which is just absolutely amazing it's 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 pretty incredible i'm glad we didn't give up to say the least oh man that's awesome i, I Part of uh, uh, traveling the U.S. in a trailer is uh, there's going to be some hiccups, uh, for sure. And, and I know you just bought your trailer, so I'm sure that's not something you want to deal with <laughs> no, like, right dude. out right out the gate. I'm like, already having to have issues. But uh, oh my uh, god, it was dude. It was like it was it was a nightmare. It was like this whole trailer is falling apart. And come to find out, it wasn't. It absolutely wasn't. It was literally a seventeen dollar part. And then today, you know, everything's good. We tested everything. We we loaded up on the truck and we're we're hauling down the road, and dude, I dude, Apple GPS almost killed us today. It was legitimately almost killed us. Like full, like two feet on the brakes, locking it up, freaking trailer skidding. I'm skidding, dude. We're down this like country road and literally makes a like out of nowhere. It looks like a two lane road, and then all of a sudden there's these yellow lines that like, you know, kind of scissor out and make a. 90 degree right hand turn and i'm just locked up headed dead straight into down a one way and have no i had no warning i was absolutely terrified i pull over and i'm like oh my god i just broke everything in the trailer that we just fixed come to find out everything worked everything i installed all the parts totally good oh and we didn't die which was good (laughs) well that yeah that's the best part and we want to be doing this podcast Uh, (laughs) yeah Uh, but man, you know, it's funny though, too, like you say that like a $17 part, um, that it just kind of how that goes with so many things, right? Like any, any type where things can come up, um, 
you know, how you, you know, kind of one of the topics you want to talk about adversity. It, it's sometimes it's the smallest little things that can cause a big problem, right? Why like the details matter, like whatever it is, it's, it's not, it's not always a huge thing that causes something to fall apart, but it's, it's, it's that little thing, right? It's that one little bolt that was missing. It's that one little, yeah, it could be a, a $2 50 cent part that can cause the whole thing to, to go bad and, and why, uh, Details matter with a lot of the stuff, you know, that we talk about and being great and personal excellence and, and everything just going together. It's, it really, you know, kind of reminds you that the, the details, little things that can, uh, that can mess you up and, and always have to, you know, keep going. Dude, it, well, it, and to give you an idea, like we didn't know it was a $17 part for two days. We, we implemented all kinds of like fixes, right? Oh, there's too much weight. Oh, oh, it must be, you know, and then we come to find out the, you know, the arms that are misplaced, um, you know, or they were in the wrong position because, you know, when you buy used RV, sometimes the owner's not real detail oriented when he goes over the trailer with you. And we had the arms mixed up. We're like, okay, let's try this. Nope, not that. You know, oh, we'll go, we'll go buy these other braces. Oh, nope, not that. Oh, you know, not the weight. Oh shit. Oh, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, we're sitting in a brand new RV. We're like, we're just going to buy a new one. We'll trade this in. And dude, it almost cost us $3,000. If I'd have pulled the trigger, I, I looked at my wife. I'm like, if we would have pulled the trigger, we would have literally just lost $3,000 in a matter of a week just because we were faced with some adversity. And then Monday morning came and sure enough, we're like, Hey, is it this part? And they're like, Oh yeah, that part fails all the time. You need a couple spares because it's going to break. And I'm like, oh my God, like we literally almost lost $3,000. We lost hours of sleep over something so little. We almost gave up, you know, and we almost quit before we even got started just over $17, which in life just seems like happens a lot. Um, you know, to give you another example, our particular RV, okay, has a, has a, like a septic system on it, right? So it's got like your house, you know, when you go to the bathroom, you, you flush the log down the, the toilet, it has to go out through the pipe, down into the sewer, and then it gets flushed over, you know, and the city takes care of it, or the county takes care of it, or whatever it is, or it's a septic system, or, you know, however you handle your turds. Ours is in a tank, it's in a black tank, and then our, our shower water, sink water, all goes into a gray tank, right? And I'm like, oh my God, like we need to, like we've been at the storage facility now for like four or five days. We got to empty the gray tank. We've, we've, you know, we've showered, we've, you know, done dishes, we've done all these things. We need to dump the gray water and I can dump the gray water at my storage facility. One, cause I own it. And two, it's going to go into a field. So it's not that big of a deal. And the water wasn't contaminated by anything other than me rinsing off my body, you know, after running. And, um, Dude, I pulled the lever for the gray tank. Literally labeled gray tank, you know? The freaking logs are coming out of the freaking pipe. <laughs> and I'm going, what the hell is going on? And in the moment, dude, in the moment, oh, my God. I look at my wife. I go, did the previous owner take a dump in the shower? I go, who's dumping in the shower? Who pooped in the sink? What are these people? Do? What did we just buy? You know what I mean? Yeah. It and sure enough, sure enough, we're, I mean, I'm at Walmart. I'm like, oh, my God, our gray tank's clogged. Like, this is horrible. Like, there's got to be a mix-up in pipes. Oh, like, why is the 
why are there turds in the gray tank? Like, why? <laughs> why? You know, I bought this, like, device to, like, funnel it out. I'm out there just fiddle-fucking around this gray tank. And my wife looks at me and she goes, do you think they just mislabeled it? And I'm like, why would they mislabel it? Like, I'm like, why the hell would they mislabel it? And sure enough, I took, like, a step back, took a deep breath, and I looked at the trailer and I'm like, okay, the toilet sits over the black tank. And I go, that's not the black. I go, that's that's labeled gray tank. So sure enough, dude, I pulled the black tank lever, not knowing it was a black tank lever. So literally anything that I had, I literally, you know, everything, you know, my Taco Bell night, you know, <laughs> went down the pipes and literally went down onto our storage facility ground. And I'm like, oh my God. So of course the next day I'm hosing that off to, you know, decant, you know, decontaminate that. Good thing it was only a couple of logs, but so then sure enough, I pull the black tank lever and it's just, you know, soapy water. And I'm like, motherfucker, like this is just, it's just, it's those little things in life that makes you like want to quit. And it, cause it's so frustrating in the moment, but at, at the same time, you know, if you can kind of like drag yourself through that pain and that, you know, uncomfortableness and you know, that, you know, just, just chaos and take a, take a step back. And now we're, you know, we're now here. Tra- we're literally traveling the United States. We're in a different state. We're doing this podcast, you know, one hour earlier than I normally would because I'm no longer on East coast time. And if I would have just given up three or four days ago, you know, it, we, we wouldn't have these experiences. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it is definitely a good example of so many things like that where, uh, People, yeah, I mean, a little setbacks, little whatever, and it and it does. Get Dude, that was a turd setback. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can only imagine just those flowing out. Oh, <laughs> talk about oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did it? I was like, oh my, how, how, how does someone poop in the shower? Nope, nope, just pulled the wrong <laughs> handle. Oh my god. Well, I mean, even that though, like, how did they prank? Maybe they were just like, hey, let's just fuck with the the, the next owners of this trailer. Let's just. Let's switch around which ones are which, and we'll just get a good laugh for, for them. <laughs> they decide to to just dump this uh, on their uh, on the property and just say, hey, just... "My gosh, uh, yeah, no, I could." <laughs> it's so. It, I mean, I I don't know where we go from go from here in the podcast, but it's just you know, you brought up the topic of pain that I was feeling. Oh my god, my nostril is painful. It was the stinkiest shit I have ever smelled in my life. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's been sitting there probably boiling. I don't know how how hot it's been been there, but you know it's been it's been uh, mid eighties here over. So you know it's it's been decent over there. Probably cooking and cooking in the damn tank. Um, but yeah, yeah. So this is uh, yeah, I didn't know our our, our podcast was going to start out in this direction, but it's all uh, it's all good. Maybe this is a comedy uh, comedy episode that we're having just. Just shooting the shit, you know, literally. Uh, <laughs> yeah, literally, it's 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 absolutely remarkable. Oh my gosh! But yeah, no, you know, speaking of pain, you know, getting more of a serious uh, uh, topic here that you know, transitioning to. Uh, yeah, I, I was thinking this week of just like different things and and how our pain or struggles or adversity, uh, you know, lead is a great motivator for us and leads to different things like. That, like, that's how I got into fitness. Like, uh, my first breakup, right? I'm talking 18 years old or 19 years old, very first girlfriend, right? Breakup, heartbreak. Oh my gosh, life's over. You know, going through that stuff when you're when you're young. Uh, but that got me like into fitness, right? It got me into the gym, 
got me like super motivated, super dedicated, like for whatever reason, uh, heartbreak, you know, got me going and, you know, and just different things like throughout my life of, of different, right. Dealing with divorce, like that get, you know, another level of, of really getting into personal development and bettering myself. Um, you know, losing a job when you're not prepared for that got me into, you know, working for a small company and growing in that company. Like there's all these different things, uh, that usually is motivated by pain or some sort of adversity that gets us on a different path or a better path. And, um, it was just one of those things that like, I know most people don't talk about, right. Cause it's never a comfortable thing to like, why you're doing this, how you got into that. Usually, at least for me, a lot of my experiences, it came from pain, some sort of pain that I've experienced got me going on this right path, you know, um, and it, which is crazy. Like even, you know, just stuff not working out, it got, it leads to another job or, or all these things. Um, so which once again, like I said, a lot of people just don't talk about it cause it's never a comfortable thing to, to discuss. So, um, you know, I, just, I, I don't know if you've had any big, uh, painful situations that led to, you know, where you are today, where you've gone, how it's, how you've overcame it or how you're on the path you're on because of adversity or, or pain. Well, for me in the moment, it sucks. It absolutely is terrible. It doesn't feel good. And for me, like it's, it's when it's, it's, it's like the, how do, how do I say this properly without being offensive? Um, when I when I was no longer selected to play college football, I had to make a, I had to make a decision. And it wasn't I wasn't selected. It was like it was like God saying, and I don't want to get too religious, but it was like God saying, like, dude, you you you're out of money. Like you you there's no other way. And if if I would have chosen the path of like gone into credit card debt and begged for money and gotten three jobs and continued on the path of playing football, it would have. I would have succeeded with my dream and my goal, but you know, that diversity, you know, where I made that decision where I had to give up something I was so passionate about, like literally, like literally six, nine months later, I met my wife, which now we have a kid. And then, you know, then I look at my career and the way it went. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of failures I had. So, you know, that led me in the direction of the path that I'm currently on which I'm excited about, you know what I mean? And, and at the moment it sucks and it's painful and it's, it's disheartening and it's frustrating and it literally pushes you, you know, sometimes in a bad place. Um, for me, you know, one of my, one of my dreams was to be a canine handler at the sheriff's office. I wanted to be a uh, field training officer and I wanted to be a canine handler an operator on the SWAT team. Those were the three things I really wanted. And I busted my ass. I studied. I was I tried to be the best cop out there. I tried to I tried to do everything by the book. And it just seems like there was someone that was just a little bit better or someone that was, you know, had a little bit more experience or maybe already had a dog or already had, you know, all this wealth of knowledge and experience. And I wasn't chosen. I wasn't selected. 
and it discouraged me and I was like, fuck this, like this is bullshit. Like I, I went out for range master. I was a, I was a guy on the SWAT team, literally training all these weapon systems. I was a, I was a gas guy. I was a defensive tactics guy. I go out and try and train and teach people how to be, you know, how to use firearms properly, which I do anyways. And I don't get selected as range master. And they chose some other dingling who, who wasn't on the SWAT team, who hadn't put as much work in as me, who didn't have the experience. And their reasoning was, you've got too much on your plate already. And I was so pissed, dude. I was so frustrated. And, but it led me to making some different decisions. It, it made me, you know, it, it led me to listening to like some personal development stuff, which then led me into like real estate and how to invest and how to build a business and how to be an entrepreneur. And I realized that I'm like, I'm going down the wrong path. And it, and as soon, and you know, and, and it doesn't happen overnight, but it, it feels like, I mean, in, in the last five, I mean, I'm 30, I'm going to be 36, you know, I've been out of law enforcement almost for three and a half years and it's flown by and it's just those pains sometimes can suck and but oftentimes they lead you in a direction that you're meant to go in and sometimes it's a blessing in disguise um i lost earlier this year i lost like a seventy thousand dollar contract with this business that i created and it sucked it was horrible and i was frustrated i was pissed off you know i was i was frustrated at my family i was frustrated at my some of the decisions that had happened and then in retrospect, I'm like, thank God that did not happen. Like, I'm glad I lost that contract. And most people are like, $70,000. And now I'm like, you know, now I'm traveling the United States again. That, I wouldn't have been able to do that if if that decision was, was you know, if, I, if that decision was up to me. But sometimes those decisions are in other people's hands. And it's meant to happen for a reason. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, there's... Yeah, in the moment, I think that's the biggest thing. And it's the hardest thing to, to really like step back from it when you're in the moment. Uh, like you're saying, right? Like in the moment, man, losing that, not getting that $70,000 deal, part of your business, doing all that. I mean, in that moment, that sucks. You're like, what, you know, what the heck? What could I have done? But when you, like you said, when you look back at it, when, when we're in that moment, it's the toughest thing to do. What, no matter what it is, um, it, it is tough to really look at that, uh, bird's eye view of it and to be like okay cool or this is this is there's a reason and that we just look at the pain fuck this sucks fuck how can i you know you get emotional about it you have whatever it is like however you're dealing with it and it it all happens for a reason yeah and and whatever you want to call it too because yeah religious or universe or whatever because i'm big on on the universe type things like everything happens for a reason in the moment it fucking sucks but it's to teach us a lesson. It's to get us on the right path. It's whatever you want to call it. I mean, and I think a lot of people, I, I'm big on that, like the universe stuff. And, and I think it, it, it's hard to really say. And, and especially when you try and talk and you know, you talk to people and they're like, oh, this, you know, about their own pain that they're going through or whatever it is. It's like, you know, it's hard for, it's hard for them to see, right. To, to rationalize it. Uh, but it is like just looking back, you're just like, man, fuck, I'm glad that happened. I'm glad this happened. It happened for a reason. And, you know, here I am now um, with whatever you're doing and, and you're in just such a better place. But, but like I said, it's just, it's hard when you're in those moments. It, it is very, you're just like, yeah, you're just F this. Uh, this is BS. I'm going to, you know, I, I deserve, I've been working, I've been putting it in or whatever it is. 
Um, you know, and, but when you look back, you're like, no, nah, dude, I was at least for me in certain, some of my things like, yeah, no, I wasn't the best. I wasn't the best spouse. Uh, I was making mistakes and that's, you know, that's what happened. You know, you, when you really look at it and honestly and, and critique yourself, you're like, yeah, there, there's reasons. And, and that's, you know, but in those moments, it's fucking hard to see them. It is hard. And I think there's a, I think there's a grieving period there. And I think you're allowed to to kind of be upset and disappointed. And and if you're listening to this podcast and realizing like, oh well, you know, JC and Nate just you know flipped over the new coin and they were just happy go lucky. No, it sucked. Like it was not good. But I think a good rule of thumb is give yourself give yourself 24, 48 hours to just just to just suck. It just let it suck. You know what I mean? Like it, I I look back and. And the best way to, the best analogy I can give is like, I would tell our football players, listen, after a big loss or close loss or something that was, that was, you know, can really affect them mentally, emotionally, physically. I always said, listen, you got 24 hours. You got 24 hours to think about what happened. You get 24 hours to really analyze what you did wrong. You got 24 hours to feel bad for yourself. But once that 24 hours is up, it's time to get to work. Because if you don't get to work, quickly after the incident happens, you're going to, you're going to spiral and you're going to, you're going to involve one, you're going to, you know, be part of this, this group of negative Nancy's and you don't want to be surrounded with that. You know, the one thing I look back on my life when like, for, for example, like one of the, one of my failures and you know, the thing that I think about the most is, um, the range master thing. That was kind of the last straw. I was so pissed. And, you know, I, I was feeling sorry for myself and I had two choices. I either could surround myself with the people who would be like, fuck them. They don't know what they're doing. This is bullshit. Like, it's all, it's all set up. It's all, it's all against you, man. Like you should just leave. You should just go to a different department. You should, you know, like, don't even like, I wouldn't even mess with, I would give up. I'd turn in your stripes. I'd turn in your gun, your badge and, you know, and you can surround yourself with a bunch of people who have this super negative outlook on life. Or you can be like, all right, like, what can I do better next time? You know, and one of the people that come to mind that I, I take inspiration from is, is, uh, I can't remember his name, Jocko, Jocko Williams, maybe Jocko. He's a Navy yeah. SEAL guy. He, I've read his book. It's, he's an incredible dude. But the, one of the things that, you know, when something bad would happen to him or his company or, you know, uh, you know, the guys that he was training with or the guys he was in charge of, he would just literally go good. And whenever something bad happened or something didn't go their way, he'd just be like, good. You know, we didn't get the gear that we wanted. Good. We can train better with the, the gear that we do have. You know, we didn't get the mission we were, you know, we were training for. Good. More time to train. More time to get better. And I think that's a good attitude about it. But I do think if something big happens in your life, you know, there is a grieving period. And I think that's okay. And I think a lot of people, if you bury it down it's going to fester up and cause more problems just because I know that I know that from personal experience. Um, but I think it's, I think it's one of those things that you got to look at your life and you got to analyze it and go fucking good. Good. That happened. Good. I didn't, I didn't get range master. Good. I didn't get a dog. Good. I didn't get, you know, you know, training officer or sergeant or the position I wanted. Good. Cause if you look back at your life, you know, 10, 15 years down the road, 
it's it's going to be in a different direction and you're probably going to be happy for it because I am. I'm definitely happy for it. I'm, you know, I just, I'm pulling a fucking trailer, you know, dumping shit out all over my storage facility property. Like if, if I'd have stayed in law enforcement, that would have never happened. I would never have that story. Yeah. It, well, and in part of what Jocko talks about in one of his books, right? Extreme ownership. Um, I think that, that kind of goes with the, with that, right? I mean, taking ownership of, of what happened, you know, a lot of people won't, they'll be, you know, start blaming other things, you know, oh, it, was, it was this or that instead of saying, look, no, it, it was my fault that this, this or that happened. Um, like you said, and, and yeah, I think it, it is good to take some time, a uh, very short time to kind of, I don't know, get your, get your emotions out about the situation, but you're right. Then after that, it's like, it's time to get to work. And, and that's, I think sometimes I don't, uh, I haven't <laughs> probably taken enough time to, to grieve or whatever you want to call it. I just go back. I just get straight into work, whether it's going to the gym or doing whatever. Uh, but I don't know. That's what I've always found for me. It is like the work. The work is what gets you through it, what gets you um, past it, uh, whatever whatever you want to call the work is, whether it's gym or, or any type of personal development stuff. Um and it, it, it's the ultimate motivator, I think, too. You know, when you have that, that, that pain, that emotion, that man, and then you put it to use in a productive manner. Because um, most people, there, there's a lot of people that put it into a, a negative manner, right? Like, they got that pain, and instead of being productive with it, they either start drinking, they start, they do negative, negative activities instead of positive activities to move them forward. Um, instead of you know, they, they get into these negative ones that just set them back or keep them where they're at, and, and keep the the pain train rolling instead of man that getting that positive uh motivation to fucking just hit the gym hit it hard and and start bettering yourself well it's so like what i mean besides hitting the gym like what what is your suggestion for someone that maybe is maybe suffered a loss or suffered a a failure or some type of pain in their life like what are the what are the couple things that you might suggest them to do uh I, well, I get it. I, it really just depends, I guess, on what exactly it is, right? Like, uh, when, <laughs> because there's different things, right? Like, if if let's just say that, like, maybe you didn't get the job you you wanted, right? Whether it's a, a different position inside your company or maybe you're interviewing. I mean, the biggest thing with that is like get get to work on bettering yourself. Like, why why didn't I get it? What what was I lacking? Do I need to? have more skills. So boom, get into, uh, you know, training, whatever the skills are. What is it? Did I not interview? Well, did I not, you know, whatever it is in that thing that, that happened. I mean, just, yeah, it doesn't have to always be the gym. It can be just like getting, getting your skills better, getting your skills up, getting, um, I, I think another thing that a lot of people don't do, a lot of people don't talk about, but sometimes it's good too, to talk to talk to someone about it right like we we use this podcast and we we do our talking before and it's always right we have we have uh you know each other to talk to or we put on this podcast to put out our thoughts and ideas and i think a lot of people don't talk uh to someone enough about whatever things they got going on whether it's life whether it's work whether it's uh things they're going through so it, i think another thing that helps is is fucking talk to someone uh whatever you know bounce ideas off talk about hey this happened uh, you know, what, what have you done? You know, there, there's so many different things, but you know, getting your skills up, if it's something you messed up on or, or didn't get and, and talking to someone I think is, is always helpful as well. 
I would suggest just go for a run. Good God, dude. I'm training <laughs> for this damn 100, 100 mile ultra marathon again. And some of this bad shit's going on. And I just, dude, I just take off. And I, it just, for whatever reason, whatever I was pissed mad off, you know, about, like, it, when you get like any like a physical exertion, you know, I, and I said that wrong. Good God, that that could be a meme right there. What? But I'm saying like if you get some of that, some of that exercise out, like some of the some of the anger out, you you pound the pavement a little bit, dude. It's gonna feel you're gonna feel so much better. Plus, you're gonna have a time to think about it. You're gonna be able to analyze it while doing something that's good for you. It's good for your heart. Good for your lungs. You know, good for your, you know, muscles to go out there and like actually burn off some of those calories, you know, that's just weighing you down. Um, it's something that I forgot that I'm, I miss so much. I've, I've been hurt for the last freaking, you know, three or four months with my stupid knee and I haven't been able to like get some of that exertion out. I've been able to go to the gym and stuff, but I haven't been able to be able to go on those really long, challenging, mentally challenging runs where it's more like you have an ultimate goal. It's like literally just finished. You know what I mean? I ran five miles today. I was literally running in a direct, I was running in a swamp for some reason. I was, you know, I'm down here in Florida. So, you know, I'm thinking about gators and thinking about bears and shit. And, you know, I'm just, I'm just focused. And I came back and I'm like, like there was, there was no more stress, but I agree. I think someone talking, like talking to someone, that's something I wouldn't have suggested 10 years ago um, because I, I think I was a bit too immature um, to recognize that, hey, it's a, it is okay to go and like actually like express what the hell you're feeling or, you know, you know, kind of not vent, but, you know, have a discussion on like what went well, what didn't go well and be able to have someone that kind of is that neutral ground, that, that referee to be able to like, listen, dude, like you're full of shit. You didn't study for that damn test. Like, yeah, I know you're a badass range guy, but you know, did you know all the laws? Did you know all, you know, the techniques and really kind of challenge you. If you can find someone, you know, you either pay someone to do that or you can just find a buddy or, a, you know, someone that's not your significant other to kind of just have that discussion with and be able to get that. Some of those things out, I think is, is, it's something I would have never suggested 10 years ago, but as, as I get older, I think it's probably one of the more powerful things that, and that, and some physical exercise. Well, and I think that that's, that's the hard thing too, is, is getting someone that is going to be truthful, right? Like getting someone to tell you, dude, you're being a little bitch about this. Uh, you, and, and then call you out. Right. Cause like that is right. If you have someone in your corner, you're going to be, Oh yeah, you're right. You know, uh, they screwed you or blah, blah, blah. But really though, a lot of it does come down to someone just being honest. And like you said, like, dude, you fucking, you didn't really put in the effort that you said you did for studying for that test or, or dude on your interview. Yeah, dude, you, you didn't even know anything about the bit or business or whatever it is. It's like, you do need someone on that neutral ground or that will, you know, and not call you out just for the sake of calling you out, but that can be real with you and, and really, you know, look at it and, and, to be like, dude, yeah, you, you sucked here, here, and here. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. And and it's hard for a lot of people to even hear that, right? Like a lot of people will get defensive and, and not just admit because, you know, yeah, maybe you did, maybe you spent an hour on something, but did you spend 10 hours? Did you spend, uh, however, you know, I was listening to Alex Ramosi's podcast today and he was, he was talking about just for one 90 minute presentation, how he was, he spent like 500 hours on it. Right. And, and, that's like the, the kind of effort and what he's putting in and to do all that. But, you know, and then other people don't put in nearly as much time for something. And 
So it, it's just one of the things, right? Like, it, like you say you did this, but how much did you really do to it? You know, how much time, effort, whatever, did you really put in just for one thing? And, you know, yeah, we need those people sometimes to call us out and, you know, be real with us. Cause you know, we think, ah, oh, I spent this time and I should have got it. Well, yeah, but that other person spent 10, 15, 20, hundred hours on, on this one thing. And, and that's why they got it. And you didn't. And at the day, you know, at the end of the day, shit's over with i mean it i don't want to say move on but fucking move on you know you know do some of the things that nate and i are are suggesting and then you gotta you gotta you gotta take that step forward and you gotta keep that forward momentum because once you stop that forward momentum dude, it's incredibly hard to get it back and and i can i can tell you that from experience as soon as you as soon as you stop putting those miles on your feet you're it's 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 gonna be challenging to put those shoes back on if I can get back out there, and it's and it's one of those things that I'm I'm dealing with right now. Like I've got two training days under my belt, and one of the things that I've you know I was so dis dude I was so disheartened about fucking failing in that hundred mile ultra marathon. I was pissed, dude. I was so frustrated with myself, and I gave myself twenty four hours, and then I was looking at races again. And it was I, my wife is the person I you know kind of go to quite a bit, and she's like. You literally just ran 41 miles and drug your leg for 18 of them. Like you can't sign up for a 200 mile race. Like you need to rehab your knee. You got to be smart about this. You want to be able to run the rest of your life. You don't want to be able to like, you don't want to be fucking in a wheelchair in two years. Like, you know, think this through. And it's one of those things, you know, as I thought it through and I rehab my knee, getting out and making that first step, making that first, you know, training run. Good God. But once you get out there, oh, it, it feels amazing. Oh yeah. I mean, get back into whatever you're doing, right? Like just, I, I can even think of this times where even just tweaking my back at the gym and when I don't get to do a full, my full workouts for a week or two weeks, I don't know how just, oh man, it just sucks. Right. It just, you're not doing what, what you enjoy doing. So, um, yeah, but I, you know, it's funny. I, I, I should probably try running every once in a while. Uh, but yeah, I, my, my thing is, uh, r- running is good. Like it, it, it's, there's something different about it. It's one thing. Yeah. You, you take that motivation you go work out, lift some weights. You, f- you feel like, I don't know, you feel great about that throwing around some weight, but there is something challenging too. And at times running, uh, especially if it's, if it is a little, little challenging run, um, it, I don't know. There's just something else about it that is different. You really get your heart fucking pumping. You really get stuff, seeing the scenery, taking it in whether if it's hot if it's cold whatever it is it's just there is that extra thing that does help you uh i don't know clear your mind or, or whatever but you can speak more on that because you run a lot farther than i ever have <laughs> well dude it's the weird dude it's the weirdest feeling ever like um i have this ritual so on on tuesday i ran three miles okay i put put my socks and shoes on put my running shorts on a nice you know fucking t-shirt take off I get back and my wife's like, "Oh, how'd it go?" I'm like, "It went really well, except my thighs are burning." She goes, "What do you mean? Like, are they are they hurt?" I go, "No, I forgot to put on the fucking grease, so my legs don't like literally rub together and start a fire down there, like it, <laughs> you know." And then you know, today I have my little. I got back into my ritual, and it was funny. I got five miles done, and I feel amazing. And and it was funny because the the thing that the gym has never like for whatever reason the gym has never did this to me 
when you go out and you run, say whatever the miles is, it could be three miles, it could be five miles, it could be a hundred miles. I like to do out and backs because as soon as you get to that, the only way of getting back is to either quit early or get to that halfway mark and keep going. Like there's no ride. There's no Uber out here. Like you, you just gotta, you gotta finish it. And it's a mental grind. And for whatever reason, I've never gotten out of the gym. Maybe I have when, when I was training for football or something, but recently when I was going to the gym, like the only thing that was like making me competitive was myself, which was challenging, but also like the people around me, like I wanted a bunch of people in there looking at me, you know, lifting crazy or, you know, doing something nuts, but running for me, like that's what does it to me is, is it, it's just complete challenge of, of just getting it done, uh, which is probably not great advice, but for me, it's, it's not only a physical challenge, but it's also like a mental challenge. Uh, you know what? And in, in with that, that running, I think when I have done it or when I do like to do it on the crazy times, it is, you, well, at least if you're doing it in town, there's cars driving by and, and like, I don't know, that always pushes me too. Like if it's freaking hot out three o'clock in the afternoon and you see these people driving by and, and they, you know, they're looking at you like, Oh, look at this crazy motherfucker running, running right now. But that's what like pushes me to be like, yeah, I'm freaking running and you're in your nice AC car right now. Like it's, it's one of those things and you know, everyone's looking at you because it's there's no one else running there's no literally no one else on the sidewalk it's freaking middle of the day or it's same thing if it's cold out or if it's raining out or whatever whatever the situation is doing those tough things as silly as it sounds it, it it i don't know it motivates me to be like knowing like just looking at those people sitting in their car in the ac and, I, and i'm out here sweating my ass off in the freaking 90 degree 100 degree weather running or even walking i mean you, just the fact that you're outside sweating doing something or like i said or if it's super cold whatever the situation is and people are looking at you, you know, they're looking at you as you're driving by cause you're in this crazy situation. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's nuts. It's, it's one of the, it's one of the coolest feelings. I, I took off on my run today and I'm running through this campsite, right? And everyone's on vacation and I got my running vest on and people are like, what the fuck is he? It's, it's like beer 30. What are you doing? You know? And it's, it's fun to cruise down these trails that everyone's hiking and I'm, you know, I'm running past them and they're like, what? don't you want to look at the birds? I'm like, no, I'm on a run. Like, what do you, what do you mean looking at the birds? Like, it's just, it's good to like, I don't know. I, I highly recommend it. I was not a runner until, uh, this year and it's, it has absolutely changed my life. Oh, uh, I'm still not a runner yet, but I, the, the couple runs I have done, uh, it is definitely uh, a good experience. I'll say that. Nate, I think you have more races under your belt than I do. Okay. It's I've, I've done two, all right. It's, uh, it's, but Hey, Nate, you still have time. You could sign up for this hundred mile ultra marathon if you want. Okay. December 31st. Okay. Rain in the new year with, uh, you know, complete exhaustion and, you know, little, you know, little psychedelic experience. Cause you're going to, you know, you're going to hallucinate from being exhausted and running so far, you know, there's still time. You know, there is, uh, <laughs> The way I like to do things, I like to work up to it. So maybe I'll do just a regular marathon, you know, twenty six miles. Uh, just start there, maybe half, half, half one, you know. Um, but yeah, you know, I like to build up to things. Uh, but speaking of, you know, uh, long time. If you've got to this far of the podcast, uh, we would appreciate if you like, subscribe, leave a review, share it. Uh, the only way we can grow this podcast is with your help those of you listening out there we appreciate it um you know let us know what we could do better 
you just get tired of us bullshitting uh, and you want some more value for not providing enough value, um, whatever it is, uh, we, we would appreciate that. Well, I think it's also like a, it's, it's also good to, it's, it's good to have a couple crazy guys who are doing some things a little different out there in the world to be, to be in your ears every week. And, you know, if, if you've got some, you know, maybe, maybe someone that maybe needs a little help and maybe needs some little more action taking, you can always reach out to us. Uh, the, the information is below in the show notes. You can always reach out to either Nate or I, um, on our social media channels or through email. Um, but until next time, Nate. Take some action. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Put in the work. Put in the hours. And take what's ours.